Hello and welcome to the Midweek Bounce Derby Special. I'm your host, Christopher Gallagher, and uh, I am joined, as always, by the bouncers, the guys on the door. Are they going to let you in? Are they not? If your name's on the door, uh, not on the door, you're not coming in. I can't remember what that thing is. Uh, Brian's here, uh, full of protein. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's getting in. So I just... Uh, How are you? I'm I'm delighted to be here. I love the re pre-record chat about uh, your top that you're wearing. I'm wearing an Austria top. It's not a Nazi top, Brian. So I never thought did not imply that it was. <laughs> you said so. It, you basically compared it to the top from Escape yeah. to Victory that the Nazis were wearing. Yeah. <laughs> so Aye, off you go. It's, it's very simple. Oh, yeah, heart and hand. That's the podcast for you, girl. <laughs> uh, to be fair, that that kit is one of the greatest kits of all time, and I. See, I have genuinely considered trying to get it on DHK, just so I've got it. I, I get there's a whole Nazi thing, but it's nice, it's a nice oh, kit. Oh, Brian. Oh, <laughs> I know. Also, the dulcet tones of Christopher Tiberius Bowd. Uh, how are you, Bowdy? What's happening? Hello. Hi. I'm all right. I'm all right. I've no way into Nazis, um, so that's that's a positive. You're sitting there wearing Hitler's cardigan. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's an old man's cardigan, certainly. Nice, yeah. nice yeah. maroon. Nice. What's a, how long, what's a rich purple? How long have you been supporting Half Middle of the Inbound? Oh, it's more my support of the monarchy is why I, I wear mm-hmm. this colour. Big fan of. Uh, obviously, we've got the coronation coming up, so that's. Um, that's on my mind. Uh, looking forward to that. Arranging a little street party. You're all invited. <laughs> good, yeah. good. Do you think they should organise a cup for that? Like some sort of British cup that maybe certain teams could go in for and maybe just one team would win it? Brian, I was going to say, just let him talk because he was ready to talk himself into a fucking corner. He had absolutely nowhere to go. He was ready to... And then after that, you start wondering if it's a bit or whether he genuinely has organised a street party uh, on. And Do you live in Tory Glen or Kings Park? About. I know I, I lived with you for a, a year, but it's, uh, the King's Park, obviously Charlie's Park, as I call it. <laughs> of course, that's, that's why you <laughs> moved in there. Park. You moved in there just uh, to be ahead of the game. Uh, Brian, how are Is you? Is it not Hamden? No, Considering yeah, it's literally that's... on the doorstep of Hamden. Ham- Hamden's not an area, though. Hamden's just a stadium. Is Hamden not oh. an area? I mean, they've got taxis. So I know I was thinking I mean, that's that confusing. Taxis, but. I've got, it's, it's actually cabs. So something yeah. cabs. Um, yeah. but Hamden, no, Hamden is a. Hamden is, it strays the the border of, of Mount Florida and Kings Park, Brian. Yeah, but... Is it like Crawford and Castle? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why we lost it. No, but like Hamden... That's, I mean, that's, to be fair, that's where I grew up. The, the mean borderlands of Crawford and Castle. <laughs> everyone, everyone... Take some people out, certainly. Everyone from Crawford <clears throat> is, a wee, is a wee gimp. And I include some of my family in that, so... There you go, about Half a cave. That's cool. Uh, from Paul Shields originally, of course. Um, see, uh, aye, so Hamden is just... Did you're on a list now, yeah. Aye. I'm sure I am, you man. Although I'm worried now because Chris Amani does come to my house every single Thursday. So, uh, <laughs> very easy access. Um, aye, Hamden's just a stadium, Brian. That's like saying, oh, you live close to the Celtic Park area. Okay. Shit, shit. Yeah. Uh, the only example, <laughs> the only example... <laughs> Because yeah. Ibrox, Ibrox, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe they are all just there. Uh, Brian, Although, weirdly, I mean Queens Park play at Hamden. I don't know if you know that, Brian. But um, little, however, little stat originally... for you. 
they originally used to play in the actual Queen's Park, just like left of the pond. Uh, do you know they played in Kafkin? The, aye, they played they played hundreds of places, but le- that's literally the only one they haven't. That's the <laughs> what they've not, the, the only place they haven't played is the place that's named that they're named after. Yes, um, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, also, Queen's Park is like I used to live in Queen's Park, and it's like four streets and a big park. Um, Brian, mm. how the hell are you? We've not heard from you in a while. How's things? How are you? How's the coaching going? You're doing a thing with PSV that sounded really interesting. Uh, I it's just a kind of introduction to their academy where you do a wee a wee thing, it's like a six week thing, and then you get an opportunity to go to their training centre and spend a few days there. So, um, so that's pretty cool. But uh, later on this month, and I got an email yesterday just with uh, saying like we'll, we'll send you the itinerary in a couple of weeks. But I'm doing the Celtic coaching convention. Hello. Um, so I'll basically be two days with Celtic um, at Lennox Town, Celtic Park, Barrafield, um, getting to see first team, women's team, academy team, and there's presentations from everyone. That's uh, like the, the leads of the teams, including um, Ange. So I am literally bursting with excitement. <laughs> well, if you were to ask Ange one thing, if you if you only had if you get this opportunity to speak and he gives everyone a question to ask, what, genuinely, what question would you ask him? Do you think? Why are you so amazing, <laughs> Brian Loudrop? Why are you so good? Uh, yeah. no, that, that's really great, man. That's really genuinely cool. I mean, you know, hanging out with Ange and hanging out with probably Fran Alonso and. I do think me and Ange will hit it off um, and be like end up really good pals. It's kind of like what a child would say, like, but when they meet, I mean, their hero, like. You know, I'd no. be dead, probably dead. But anyway, so Brian, international coaching. Uh, you know, you're 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 going into the the, the kind of paradise. You know, meeting and you know that unbelievable <laughs> stuff. Bowdy, what have you been up to? Uh, my D and D game was cancelled, so I just watched a bunch of Star Trek. So you know, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> um, I was uh, I was at Tim Heidecker for at least some of it. So yeah, that was that was quite good. I mean. It- uh, we, we, me and Boud and Marek and uh, Ian Duggan and Claire went to Tim Heidecker. Can you explain what that is? So Tim Heidecker is a, a comedian who used to be a in a... human being. He's a, he's a human doing. Um, but he used to he used to be in a thing called Tim and Eric, which was like this weird, zany kind of sketch show. You will definitely will have seen it. He's in about 300 memes. So you've probably un, even unintentionally memed him. Um uh, and you know it was part of the Glasgow Comedy Festival, and we thought it was going to be him doing stand-up comedy for an hour, and then maybe a little bit of him playing his band. When in reality, he did stand-up comedy for half an hour, and then the rest of the time was him playing with his band. So, so we left to watch the second half of the Scotland game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I take it his comedy's better than his musical ability. I, I, do you know? Do you know his, his, hey, his band's brilliant. Fine. Brilliant plan. See if I was a good comedian, but a shit a bandman and a <laughs> bandman. <laughs> yeah, just wanted a thousand people to come to see my band. I would just die. Uh, it's a comedy gig with some music. Oh no, no, it's. it's, it's hey, do you know? Do you know? It's like. Do you know what it's like? It's like so. Uh, big news this week. Also, also, just to say, some of Tim Heidecker's songs are good. No, he's fine. He's fine. He's not. He's not. He's not bad. But like. Um, 
Big news this week, we've got uh, on the 26th of April, we're doing a, a live show, the Cynic Chronicles live from Black, Blackfriars. Um, tickets are available, there is an email in your link, if you didn't get the email or you can't find it, email uh, info at editor at thecynic.co and I'll send you another link, we'll put out some more links probably on the website and uh, we'll do you know more emails, uh, it's in three weeks time, it's the build up to the Scottish Cup semi-final and uh, it's a Wednesday evening and we're really looking forward to it so it should be good. Actually, because it see the opportunity to the first time live you Baz and uh, Alan's band can't wait <laughs> no, no this is the thing though it's like um, me it's very equivalent of me going okay it's going to be the Cynic Chronicle live, hi, live for half an hour and then I'm going to be doing a wrestling podcast because you're all <laughs> big wrestling guys so you know come on Tim anyway it was good fun uh, and uh, Scotland won so it's good uh Right, let's ju- let's just hit on some news. We've got, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the derby. Uh, we might build a five-a-side team. We've got some quick-fire questions. I've made a quiz. And Brian, you've done who said it? I have indeed. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So, usual kind of patter. Uh, you a bit of fun, guys. Oh, you know. let's have a, a bloody banter. <laughs> well, let's just, just, let's just all relax, uh, have a bit of fun. Um, uh, Brendan Rodgers got sacked, LOL. Uh, Brian, LOL. Uh, very much so. I'm, I'm surprised they, they hung on so long. Um, so he must have, I won't say that. Uh, I don't know what he got paid, but I heard Graham Potter got £60 million aye. for getting sacked, which is insane. So, um, aye, do you know, he, he stuck it out for a while and he never had the, the humility to actually walk away when it was such a shit show. So I hope he ends up somewhere nice. Hey, Bout, is there any way you could ever forgive him? Um, no, he's a rat. But uh, I, I, I will see if Celtic resign him as manager. I'll instantly forgive him. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I will be the rat. Yeah, I am the rat. You can call me um, the year old rat boy. Crap, crap fitter, crap for. But I, I don't know my first name. Crap for bowed. Uh, doesn't work. Crap what are, you doing? are you okay? <laughs> Do you, the Dungeons and Dragons being cancelled has really affected you, hasn't it? Um, it's, uh, it's a spiral. There's a, there's a Dungeons and Dragons film coming out. There is. There I is, think yeah. based on the old cartoon that I used to love. It's a Dungeons Well, it's not based on the old cartoon, although I, don't I believe. I believe. Well, I believe spoilers, there might be a little appearance. So it could be leading to other stuff, or it could just be a little member, Barry. But aye. Uh, no, okay, really back to back to Brendan Rogers or you keep talking. Uh, about no, no. Um, do you think he ever get called Dungeon Master? Or he, he asked people to call him Dungeon Master. Could you do me it? Could you do me it? Hello there. Uh, I am the new manager of Leicester City. I was wondering if you could do me a favour and call me the Dungeon Master because you know I I like to uh, you know as long as you're here I'm here to uh, do the Dungeon Master. I don't know what Dungeon Masters do. What did they cast spell? I'll cast some spell. I'll cast some spell. Sorry. I'll do a little to catch in those bells. Um, <laughs> He's getting drunker and drunker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, it's just, that's kind of what happens. Uh, aye, so get it so far fucking up, you, Brendan Rogers. I hate him more. I actually hate him more now than I did at the time. I just, uh, that hatred burns so deep um, and I'll never forgive him. Um, yeah. Do you think he'll end up you know, in Spain? He could end up, he could end up at Chelsea as he always wanted. You never know, you know. Um, <laughs> Okay. Help's available. Uh, it's available. Uh, I hear that Luis Enrique is the front runner. Uh, left back. I heard it was uh, Frank Lampard's going into the end of the season. <laughs> I, I think he's. He, like, oh. is, that, is that true that he's actually going to go back for. It was that. I was. Oh, do you know, I watched some of the 
Chelsea Liverpool last night. It was awful, but he was in the stands. Um, don't know if he's just sort of hanging about as a Chelsea fan or whatever, but he was there last night. <laughs> yeah, he was an ex-player goes to game. What's your fucking? Is that is that <laughs> you? Get, how you're connecting? Fucking hell! Big Romano here with a scoop. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, uh, I've got a question from uh, a listener called uh, Paul Carlin. Okay, who's this, Fanny? Uh, he's so oh, where's, where's he from? You obviously people further away get more questions. From he there. is from uh, the south side of Glasgow, uh, Queens Park, maybe. Uh, no. nice there. What's the best protein for someone? What he's done is right. This is what's hilarious. He's um, he's given us three questions, but each question is like for the other pair. Like he's asked about a protein question. He's asked me a Star Trek question, and he's asked Brian a wrestling question. So it's like ah, this guy. He's thought that through a lot, hasn't he? Uh, Brian, though, I'm going to ask you that. What's the best protein for someone looking to increase the size of their glutes? <laughs> I don't really know what that means. Uh, whatever protein you can get your hands on, and just smear it all over your glutes. <laughs> just on the outside? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is that how you do glutes? Everywhere. The more the better. Just slap it on. Uh, Bowd, uh, looking back, how do you reassess Captain Jonathan Archer's behaviour during his time aboard the Enterprise? Did he further humanity's galactic progress, or was he reckless? Well, I think uh, I think if we could go back in time and make things better, he might. Uh... Oh, that's how you call them, like John. We we we, we don't uh, yeah, know. We no, don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Aye, aye. Is the answer? Was on that season Star Trek? Aye, oh, yes, repeatedly. Hollow deck. You can do nice uniforms. You can basically do it with a hollow deck, by the way. Um, except uh, the, yeah. except fixy and Durant's leg. Certainly, yes. But Horosian definitely do put Nazis in the, the holodeck, so that's as well. Good, good point, Gal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, Ingrant's leg's quite hollow on the inside. Um, yes, well, yes. that's you know that's never going to survive a phaser blast, even if, <laughs> um, <laughs> even if it's a perfectly legitimate tackle that ended up uh, phaser blasting his it's leg. A, it's a fine tackle. It's no problem. Dive. Um, it was actually the physio that caused all the injury. It was nothing to do with Simpson. Is a physio back in the days. I jump on my back, I'll carry you off, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, we I'll it. jump on your back, make sure you can still use it. Just run it off, pal. <laughs> you can tell it's Dabby Week because we're just firing right into them. Uh, see, Richard Goff was saying, uh, and we all know the stories about Richard Goff. Disgusting. Like us, we should take it to our grave. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Craig Brown said that. Craig Brown said... He literally, like, literally, says literally said... No picking anymore. I'm not picking you, but and he said, "I will never. I, I'll take the stories about Richard Goff to my grave." And no one ever investigated it. Um, but he was saying how he thinks Celtic are going to lose and that Rangers are going to get pumped. I mean, it's delicious. Oh. Yeah, he, he's basically so Celtic will win. And sorry, say Celtic will Celtic will win and, and Rangers will get pumped. Um, which delicious. is you really kind of when you when you smash their kind of you know. I mean, we all know the stories. Heroes. We all know the stories. Yeah. Everyone knows the stories. Um. Anyway, um, Brian. Uh, what is Paul's question to you? Uh, Paul's uh, it was a wrestling question. You're not going to want to hear that. I know that the listeners. It's aren't. WrestleMania weekend. I'm all, all for wrestling. It was. Wrestle- it was WrestleMania weekend. Actually, Hulk Hogan won. Is that, is that what you want to hear? You want to hear Hulk Hogan won or the it Ultimate Warrior? Hulk Hogan versus Dan Marino in the ladder cage match at the end. And uh, the last thing that uh, Dan Marino said before he pinned Hulk Hogan was laces out. 
Oh, love it. It's almost as if it's scripted. It's amazing. <laughs> Fuck up. It's not scripted. <laughs> I seen Pat McAfee was kicking about, though. Uh, he had a match. Also, uh, UFC have bought... Basically, the company that owns UFC have just bought WWE. So UFC and WWE are now under the same banner. Um, Is it so, now going to be six letters instead of just three and three? Uh, no, they're two separate companies. It's basically a subsidiary. There'll be subsidiaries of the main company, Brian. I know you're trying to be funny, but you're not really being that funny, to be honest, mate. Um, left back... <laughs> sorry. Just a bit of fun, Brian. Uh, left back, <laughs> Alessandro Bernabai has essentially caused a, a bit of an international incident. Um... He was hailed by Argentinian uh, government minister Guillermo uh, Carmona, who is the secretary of Malvinas Affairs in the Argentine Foreign Ministry. Uh, Carmona went on to social media to praise Berbay's goal and said he was impressed that Celtic fans chanted Argentina. What an emotion I feel to hear Argentina, Argentina and Scotland chanted by fans. Our compatriot Alessandro Bernabai, a Celtic player, made it possible with a magnificent goal and what else to say it on occasion like this, except the Falkland Islands are Argentine. Just that fires that. And fair play to him. Uh, and uh, I don't need, I don't mean to call him out, but you know, it's the Malvinas. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean it seems Get like... Get it right, big man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mark Kent, who was a UK ambassador to Argentina until last year, he warned them, don't mix sports with politics. In the UK and in Scotland, <laughs> we love the Argentine players and we show our appreciation. We honour Falkland veterans on both sides. You're a shameless populist politician. Uh, I don't... I don't know. I 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 uh, he's just uh, caused an international incident with one goal. I love it. What did you make of the finish? It was really good, eh? Oh, it was tremendous, eh? Um, I it was great. And you know, you kind of knew they were going to get a second goal, but uh, the, the repercussions of it and like mad English folk try to get torn into Argentina. Um, and you just know that will be all Venus panels on Saturday, which will be tremendous. Absolutely. Uh, Bowdy, you, your thoughts on um, Bernabai? You know, we, we're, there's no been any... Co- there's no been... There hasn't been any conversation... Conversation? There hasn't been any confirmation one way or the other on Greg Taylor yet. I'm sure we'll get that uh, potentially on Friday. Um, does, you know, Bernabai, he's quite a raw talent. The raw youth, of course. Uh, Dostoevsky. Um, <laughs> bit of the, yeah, pathetic. Um... What's your thoughts on Bernabeu? Would you would you be worried? Joking aside, would you be worried if he started against Rangers on Saturday? Um, I wouldn't be worried, but uh, my preference very much would be Greg Taylor. Um, but yeah, as you see, he's raw, he's young, um, very good. Um, it's just the, I suppose, when it comes to the, the attacking, the attacking awareness or positional awareness when he is attacking. Um, that that uh, needs work, but he's no. I mean, we'll, we'll scalp them either way. He'd walk into their team. He'd the walk, team in. walk into their team. Uh, I'd walk into their team. <laughs> I'd be, you're a tremendous. He'd do that, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He'd hobble though. Um, what you call it, Brian? Uh, you know, you you were obviously watching the games and all that. How, like, how raw is he? Do you think? 
you see when you're watching them, like how how much work do you think he needs to kind of get to challenge Greg Taylor? I think he's miles away from Taylor, but Taylor, if you think about Taylor before Ange came in, then there was so many people that were very critical. Even now he still gets it, obviously. So um, he's still, you can see there's talent there. And I think Stephen done a really great piece on him. Um, I was reading on Twitter yesterday. Um, and so there's a lot of work there, but there's talent there. And I've, I wouldn't have any concerns about him going in on Saturday. Um, but I think he is, and everybody knew he was going to be a bit of a project a bit longer term so um, I think he's he's good in that I'd be dead worried if he was playing on Saturday to be honest with you sorry break up this cabal but I'm I not allowed be... to be in any way negative about Saturday on no this I'm show. not I'm not being negative I would just be worried I'd just be worried because um, I, I do like him I think I think he is a player who, who we can develop um, I think there is this whole idea sometimes when a player doesn't come in and hit the ground running there is a level of frustration that the support get that we do kind of it, you go from one extreme to the other when he has a good game you're like he's brilliant when he has a poor game yeah, and it needs to be somewhere in the middle I think we need to kind of balance that out um, so I, I would be a little bit worried that's not to say I would be giving anything up or anything like that uh, I think if he played on the left I think you'd have to have Maida ahead of him just with all you know the, the work that Maida does to potentially cover um, but yeah we can we can pick our team later on Jeremy Frimpong uh, he's going to go to Man United and he's going to get his £40 million. Pounds. That's pretty good, eh, bud? Jeremy Frimpong, and, and, Frimpong. It never took off. Uh, the, 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 the pedal jam, jam Frimpong thing that you tried to do never took off. Well, it could be coming back. £10 million is very convincing, my friend. So, well, uh, I'll be singing that on Saturday. Don't worry about it. Why are you singing? Man, you, like, English, English teams need good songs because they don't have any. Um, so I think you could plant that to a Man U supporters group. It's just you get nowhere to go, Jeremy Frimpong, Frimpong, and then it just drops off. Yeah, whereas we can if, work on it. if you actually went with the pedal jam kind of Jeremy, Jeremy Frimpong, he plays football or something. Yeah, on the wing, on the wing, on the wing. Yeah, he was a winger. <laughs> He's a fullback, though, so that would work. Um, Brian, you, you, you did go. To, uh, I did a wee tour of the Manchester clubs over the last couple of weeks. How was it? I was good. It was. Uh, it went down. Spent a few days in Manchester. Did the Old Trafford tour on the Friday, um, which was actually just a tour. They just walk you around the stadium. <laughs> Like this is the concourse, <laughs> this is the Betfred bookie shop. Like that was, and it was some old boy who was like, it must have been at least eighty. Um, couldn't hear him. So there's a group of maybe like thirty folk, and this guy's whispering at the front um, <laughs> to tell you about. I don't even know what it was. Um, I mean, it's a cracking stadium. It's a really nice stadium, but the tour was a bit of a rip off. Um, museum was good. There's good stuff in the museum. Um, then. On the Saturday, went to see Man City Burnley. Did the took front of the kids zone before the, before the game, which is phenomenal. Like the Man City Academy layout is just incredible, and what they do, it's all free. Um, just loads of kids in this sort of under uh, undercover facility, and so many games and competitions and stuff, and all the kids are interacting with it. And then the game was decent, but the stadium's good. Like even the fact you can get a beer before the game which should be totally normal, but obviously isn't for us. Um, so I, it was it was good. But certainly if like the, the kids' zone thing, I would love Celtic to do that. Like, or even like the City had the sort of pre-game stuff out in front of the stadium, which we, you know, was 
better than so much better than what we've got. Whereas we've got obviously a lot of space there, we probably do stuff with. You'd think if in Manchester they can give all these kids beer that we could at least have one in the game. But <laughs> the kids zone. Um, do you know what I think it's funny? I see whenever I hear something like zone, like when it's talking about like a sporting event, specifically a football event, I always go back to that follow follow thread about how they could. <laughs> raise money with like we could have a bouncy <laughs> castle and we could have face painters and we could have rolls and sausage the and all tanks. That. <laughs> you could have people was it a race at half time or something <laughs> and yeah. put bets <laughs> aye oh, the funniest one was uh, was it pay money to get what's the oh what they call it union bear aye fellow bear please copy go, like you could walkie talkie into a song <laughs> that's right <laughs> Oh, we got That's a great plan, voice. Mental. Uh, I mean, see, see all the stuff like um, we're going to do uh, Biscuit Tin. We'll be back next. We'll be re kind of launching next week. Um, it'll probably be next weekend. And um, we've got a kind of uh, a chat with myself. Uh, Martin Friel and Ian Duggan and they're talking a lot about kind of all the stuff that's coming out with kind of Rangers like looking over stuff because we're going to kind of restart how you know and we're going to go from the beginning about you know how football clubs make money and we're going to go through all that stuff but so you're just thinking that there's like loads of information coming out of Ibrox just now that, that, that's like, what I'm, I'm saying that, I know. do you think there's a mole yes <laughs> I do, I, I do. Aye. Aye, that's probably probably what it is. But Jake, there's a mole, I looks. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 hoping that uh, they're uh, they're spiraling towards financial ruin again, but we'll see. They might be. They might be. Um, it all uh, seems very dodgy, don't you think? Like accounts not out, and then all that the guy walking away and. See if see oh, if they if, if they don't like do their accounts, they can't play in Europe next season. You need to have like a certain amount of consistent accounts to play to get the yeah. badge to play in European football. I, I mean, see as obviously Martin and Ian are talking about kind of different things about levels and you know how much shareholders and all that stuff. But see from a purely layman's point of view, like just looking at it, it does seem like there's something up. Like it does seem like. I'm not going to say they're going out of business, right? Because I get tired of that. Oh, actually, I don't get tired of saying they went out of business. I get tired of the excitement and joy I would feel if they went out of business again. But what, what do you think? Do you think they're, do you think they're going to be pan breed again? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. We doubled that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boom. Yeah, they're not coming back from that. Um, Brian, what, what would you, it was jelly and ice cream last time. What would it be this time? <laughs> God, what would it be? I'd, I'd probably go back to jelly and ice cream, can't I? That's a classic. That, that was, it has, aye. Why, why tamper with the classics? If it works, it works. It'd, be, it'd have to be vegan, though, Brian. Have to be. Again, you've you've got the word vegan wrong, about. You've been. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Brian that's, does. That's why it was yeah, hilarious. That's because that's I say oh, vegan. Fuck. I'm sorry, I fucked up. What do you yeah. call it again, Brian? Vegan. It, aye, vegan. Vegan. Vegan from fucking. Please, sir, can I have some more? Mm-hmm. That's what vegans say because these are so starving because you don't eat real food. <laughs> You're an absolute... Just grey gruel. Yeah, grey gruel. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, there's a whole big thing about Paul Lambert. Uh, he revealed he pulled a, pulled a sickie, but it's actually quite an interesting story that probably needs actually kind of good analysis. So that's not for us. That's not for us today. Well, I mean, personally, 
I would probably take his Champions League medal. <laughs> um, do you think Motherwell could just issue a um, retrospective fine? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Get them done. <laughs> right, did you see the thing? I just seen this today that the uh, Hearts fans have like spray painted a uh, Nielsen out like, right across their kind of big badge, and uh, Ryan Stevenson brands vandals idiots. He's a bl- bloody idiot. I don't. I think he's from. Ayrshire, but I'm going to do the accent. Thank you, as I say. First things first, the idiots who thought vandalizing possible. The, the well, <laughs> Stevenson. Oh, good. Ah, I'm not sure. even going to read out. It's starting a lot of shite. I, I'll fucking spray paint his face, the wee fanny. So far, he's already got quite a lot of spray paint. He's covered in tattoos, that boy. He was, a, yeah, he was, he was utter shite. He was wrong. I think he's at Glen. I think he's a manager at Glen Afton or something now, but. What what gets me is like why do they wheel out these just random players? Like he's what, how long did they play for? It's not as if he's like a Hearts legend or anything, is it? No, I mean he was I think it was Air United he's, or something. He was that, which is like, I bloody it. hates graffiti, Brian. <laughs> bloody fine, hates it, and he felt he had to tell everybody. Um, Maybe as the number one graffiti based pundit for <laughs> football in Scotland. Who, who, Brian, I can see who would be number two. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ian, Ian McCall. Oh, okay. Just doesn't like just yeah. doesn't like graffiti. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, me it's myself, it. I like a bit of graffiti on the wall because uh, it says we're magic. Oh, uh, we're Does. magic. Um, Dick Campbell, he would probably be good. Can I imagine he gets really infuriated with graffiti? Yes, because he like he wears a bonnet. Like just one of these wee old guys who just doesn't like stuff. He's a, he, again, he's a guy that get caught singing the Billy Boys, and instead of coming out afterwards and being like, "I'm sorry, I sang it. I shouldn't have sang it. It's bad to sing it. What are you gonna do?" He's like, "Oh, laddie, I don't even know the words to that." Oh, I, 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 and now he's fucking moaning about graffiti. Get a grip, <laughs> you sectarian monster. Leave the kids alone, doing a bit of tagging. It's fine, tagging. Head up at this Dick Campbell and his fucking anti-space <laughs> chat. Bullshit. Clean up our broth. He started that campaign, actually. <laughs> it's one of the cleanest towns in all of the UK. I don't know enough. We all really tackled the graffiti problem down there because it was rife for a good a good while. Is a subtext I'm missing, or is it you just? Is it just a bit? I don't. <laughs> just, just, just padding. That's it. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, right the derby this Saturday. Um, uh, myself and Bowdy will be attending. Bowdy, you got a ticket for the semi-final. I got a ticket for the semi-final. Ah, oh, nice see you. No, I was supposed to be coming to yours to watch that. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> don't pull. Don't, don't be pulling that yeah. shit. Um, actually, Brian, where did you watch the last game then? <laughs> didn't, didn't even watch it. Couldn't bring himself no, to. Could walked out of your house. <laughs> just sitting out. Sat on your doorstep in tears. With the beers, crying. Be- the tears <laughs> over beers. Um, but yeah, I did defeat your back wall. Don't get chased by that Campbell. Brian, how, how are you feeling? Don't feel- call Claire that. <laughs> she, she'll listen to this and she'll shout at you on Saturday, about. And then I'll say, shut up, Dick Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll, I'll run away. I'll run away very fast. How dare you. Um, Brian, how are you feeling about the game? Um, nine points clear. Is, joking aside, is it just a case of avoid defeat? Would you take a draw now, or would you go for the win? What are you thinking? What's your thoughts? Uh, 
No. And funnily enough, I had this conversation today with when it cuts my hair, who had somebody in before me. It was a Celtic fan who was going, you know, I'd take a draw right now. And it's like, hold on a minute, this is the the chance to properly cement the league. 60,000 Celtic fans, none of them. It's an opportunity to absolutely go and smash them and create so many issues for them because they will properly turn on Beal and stuff like that because they're all head cases anyway. But nah, I want to absolutely go and annihilate them. What about yourself, Ed? How are you feeling? Uh, confident? As confident as you can feel. Well, maybe not as confident as you can feel, but aye, confident ish. Always shaking it, you know that. But uh, aye, should not be a problem, even if Bernabe is at left back. Stick yeah. Ralston at right back as well. We'll smash them. <laughs> do, do, do you, put, you put a message in the chat, the midweek bounce, um, where we do all our admin, uh, saying that you're going for a pint before it? Did you mean to put yes. it in that chat? <laughs> yes. To, to, you know, Listen. my so-called friends. No, 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 before me. no, 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 of course. But I just, I, Brian's, you're not going to the game, Brian, are you? No, I'm going to be in Gran Canaria on Saturday, so yeah, I look forward to that. Are you watching it in a, oh, t- oh not like watching a game uh, like on holiday. When are you going to Gran Canaria? Tomorrow morning. <sighs> holiday mode. <laughs> fucking brilliant. How long are you away from? I see him. Uh, just I'm back on Monday, so it's just like an extended long weekend sort of thing. But that's also adding to my confidence because the last time I was in Spain and there was a Celtic and Rangers game on, it was September 2016, and it was a five-one game. Beautiful Dem- demolition game. So that's filling nice. me full of confidence as well. Um, see, on that point, uh, have you got? Uh, are you going to go? Is it the same place you were last time? No, no, I've never been before. It was just like a last-minute thing, and we thought. Just got to see the holidays and just try and get away. So not never been. Um, hope it's not a. I was going to say something that could reasonably be t- determined as something. I hope it's not a hellhole. Um, can have you sorry staked out where you're watching the game? No, not yet. So if anyone knows of any Celtic bars in Mas Palomas, I think it's called. Then there's a there's a Paddy's bar. I did see that on the beach. That's, uh... Which yeah, it's got like Irish writing on the front and stuff like that. So I'm you'll, just making assumptions. You'll turn up now with fucking Liverpool versus fucking. No, even it'll be West Ham versus fucking Solihull United or some shit. <laughs> Solihull Rovers. Uh, yeah. But about them, um, I'll take you up on that pipe by the way, just so you're aware. Put, well, uh... Fucking good, good. Uh, we'll be doing the reaction. Myself and, and Bowd uh, after the game as well, uh, having a few drinks, celebrating. Hopefully, um, in regards to Derby, I'm not turning up if it's no girl. So <laughs> good luck with that. Everyone says that. <laughs> see, I, if there's one thing I'll tell you, I do, do about on air, on air admin. Um, see when it comes to the reaction. See when it comes to Celtic and Rangers games. Okay, are, you, are you good for the reaction? Yeah, oh, no bother. Great. Unless we lose, and then I'm not going. <laughs> and I'm like, you have to. Nah, I, I probably won't come if we lose. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Um, question from our favourite Chicagonian Chicago Chicago it's um, our good friend Stevie from Chicago who said I've only got another hour by the way so (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, he's got a simple one this week thanks for getting in touch Stevie Uh, we love you Uh, simply what will the Celtic lineup be um, Brian, if you were to pick your... There's going to be a lot of sub-questions on this one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I can feel it. No, that's it, that's it, that's a simple... So he's, Steve, he's went, he's went simple. Um, why don't we Why don't we work it together? So, back five, Brian, 
who do you think it will be? Obviously, obviously, that we don't I think know. we know that. Other than is Taylor fit? Back five, really? Bless Koba, yeah, she's featuring Brian's. Brian's I was, mind. It's not what you think Scott Bain could be. Another <laughs> shout, hero shout, of the hour. Shout out to all my uh, fellow Baniacs. Uh, aye, back back five picks itself, don't it? Uh, midfield three, Bowdy. Uh, Callum McGregor, of course. So it's yes, just really McGregor. Um, I think he's. Iwata Moy. Are we thinking Hatati's out? I I don't know. I mean if Hatati's fit and ready to go, then I Hatati. So Hattati if every, right, so if everyone's fit, let's say we've got a full compliment in the midfield. McGregor, Hatati. Mm, Moy. Aye. Probably Moy. Brian, would you say the same? Yeah, I'd go with that, yeah. Yeah. Um so obviously Hatati and Moy are the two that are doubts I guess um, but yeah that would be my starting uh, um, midfield three as well Brian your front three uh, Maida, Kyogo and, uh, Kyogo and Jota Bowd same for you is it that simple is it just that's how you play it easy as um, I, yeah I don't think anyone breaks into that Haksabanovic love him um, but I don't think he's breaking into that front three possibly the, the midfield they could break into if we are down a few injuries. Um, oh, I love as a sub, but Kyogo's got to start for me. I know there's been some people chatting about how good O's been, but it's not, it's not taking over Kyogo yet. Calm down. No one's saying that. Hundreds of people are saying people that. People are saying that, girl. You're obviously not got your finger on the pulse. Uh, right the ground. Let's when say... the last time you were on Flick? Flick. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, I've got some questions. Let's, do you know what? Let's just rattle in the questions. Um, Tommy Stevie from Chicago <laughs> with his 500th question. No, um, thank you, Stevie, and don't let these people put you off. Uh, you know, we love you. Uh, Tommy asks, Who would your top three Rangers players, um, from the current squad to half in a dirty tackle to watch them get carried off? And as a caveat, who would be your top three Celtic players to do the tackling? So, who would you want basically halved and who would be doing the halving? Uh, you could have one player doing all three halves or you can have a couple of players. Brian, let's let's start with yourself. Who you, who your who's your three who's your three uh, targets? McGregor. Um, <laughs> and his five hundred and first appearance and last appearance when he's literally halved in two, just bleeding all over the six yard box. Uh Lundstrom but smashed in the mouth because he just he doesn't need the mouth he just talks absolute nonsense and uh, probably Morelos yeah just because he's quite annoying who would you and get it would be oh oh doing all of them because oh looks mental boom 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 uh, yeah. so we've got um, the scumbag that is uh, McGregor um, the scumbag that is Lundstrom and uh, the Morelos, just oh, yes, Morelos, just yeah. Um, Bout. So uh, I'm going McGregor as well. So McGregor's getting halved. Um, Arfield. Oh, love smash. it! Absolutely oh, wow. fucking love it. By the way, super. Um, I will salute you for do, that one, friend. Do you think he would then, do a wee salute as he's getting carried <laughs> off like, on the stretcher? Let's come back. We'd a muscle it. 
Um, and then replacing McGregor, who's been half, John McLaughlin comes on and then he gets half. <laughs> That's <laughs> a bit, bit random and wild, but okay, interesting. Um, Bowdy, um, who, who's your halfer? It's uh, who else but Mr. Johnson. AJ. Oh, good shout, Bowdy. Very good. Yeah. Mikey Johnson, half in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm joking. That's a wee joke. Uh, I would go with, I, I mean, Ryan Jack would be my, I want to see yeah. Crying Ryan. Um, <coughs> Ryan Kent, just stick him up in his, you know. Bloody hate lines. Bloody goth. Drinks monster and all that. Uh, and the third one would be see if he was a golf. I would like him more. He's not. He's not a golf. Nah, exactly. I don't, it's, it's, uh, nah. He's. Um, nah. Nah, we've all heard the stories about him as well. All right. Um, no. Oh, you know, I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> it's uh, it's all about. Um, it's all a bit weird. Um, and the third one would be. Do you know what? I'd like a good fucking rattler, Connor Goldson. I just a, a boot right in the face. Absolutely tremendous. Mm. And what I would do, unlike yourselves, I would do it systematic fouling. So three bookings, um, you know, I'd go round. Uh, These aren't fouls, girls. These are like proper halfing people. These aye, are like and if you instant do, red cards. If you do it early enough, you're not getting, you're not getting sent off. So mine would be, uh, I'd have, I'd have one from each position. Kyogo okay. doing it and then be like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Rubbing uh, the little legs around them a wee bit. His legs hanging off and like thinking, he's like, oh, tapping them on the head. Um, Callum McGregor, because uh, he'll do it uh, subtly. Smart. Yeah, yeah. smart mm-hmm. kid. And uh, CCV, as he just fucking he's... boots Ryan Kent into fucking space. Smash some of the powder. Absolutely. Good. Uh, Alan, uh, our good friend Alan, messages and says, quick question for the midweek bounce. Which of these two moments is your favourite? Mark Wilson's one-two with Sasa Papach's coupon <laughs> or Tom Rogic breaking David Bates' leg while scoring uh, wow. at Ibrooks. Uh Bowdy, let's start with you first. Uh, it's tough. It's a very tough question, but I'm going to go Tam. Because the magic of getting the goal as well, just to really... I, I think, the I think soul Mark Wilson, the wound Mark Wilson the scored as, as well, actually, really? as I say, because it comes off his face and then he hits aye, the ball in. Yeah. But, you know, you know, I, I love Mark Wilson at the time, but things aye, have changed. Yeah, I think have changed. Aye. <clears throat> I'm going to tell, Mark, I'm gonna yeah. tell Arthur Boric. Um, <laughs> Brian, uh, what about yourself? I, I would go Mark Wilson because... It was clear as day they'd actually knocked Papach out. <laughs> the fuck is? Aye. And then it was a pure scuff for him to score as well, which made it even better. It wasn't even a clean hit. Whereas Logic, you didn't realise he broke his leg until maybe the replay after it. Um, where it was a very subtle but effective follow-through from Logic. So um, I go with Wilson, though, because it was just so obvious. And you get, it was like a double roar. Where he's killed one of them and he scored. So. <laughs> he's killed one of them. Brilliant, love it. Get involved. Um, what do you think about? Um, I was ta- uh, Claire Wilde will be attending her first uh, men's Glasgow derby, and she's very DC. excited. But sorry, Dick Campbell. Dick Campbell. DC. DC. <laughs> I'm going to tell her that, and I don't know if she'll think it's funny or she will start writing checks. You call you, me a dick. You guys. I don't know why not- your wife's Australian. <laughs> but- Australian. Um, anyway, it's Claire's first game. Right, and um, she's really excited. What do you mean, about a first, first Celtic Rangers game? First Celtic Rangers game, 
you know, she's been. We, we went to the the women's kind of derbies, and obviously this being in the you know the men's and it's the the kind of stadium and all that, the atmosphere and all that. So she's really excited about going. But obviously, there's not going to be any fans there. See, tell her to buy a Rangers top, and she can come and act as the the away fans. Yeah, and then that whole experience. And then when someone says you're singing the sick, you're singing the Billy Boy, she'll be she'll say, "Ah, laddie, I don't know what you, I don't even know the words to that song." But Brian, all backs on this tremendous. Yep, Brian, strip everything back. Do you think the Derby misses something when there isn't away fans? Or do you think, fuck them, fuck let's just have a whole stadium just for us? What's your thoughts? A hundred percent do think that it's ridiculous that there's no away fans at either stadium. Uh, it's, and we all know it's because of them. And every every person I've spoke to wants it, including Rangers fans, um, just think it's ridiculous. It kind of, it was all part of the game. And like, we've obviously been to the games against them and everything building up to it. It's just that that whole passion thing and then it just adds to the just the pure hatred in the stadium and well, I've been lucky enough to go to Ibrox and see us beat them at Ibrox and it's just the absolute best feeling. Um so I hundred percent think it should be what what I mean they we obviously get the Brumlin and they get equivalent in terms of the numbers. So yeah, I, I think it should be just back to the way it was. What about yourself, Bowdy? Do you think there's something missing? Fucking easy, Ozzy. It's great. I just having a full stadium and just it being a joyful experience without any of their shite. It's also great being able to point and laugh at them as we absolutely hand our ass to them. So, I just think this one of the best banners ever. Obviously, was the Scotland Shame banner. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, I, I just you know I remember uh, when me and Bowdy we went to the six two game and I remember walking up the stairs. Ah, so I was supposed to be at yours that day and then. You- <laughs> decided to go to the game yeah. um, this, the, the reason I picked the 6-2 game is because we, we were both at it together and just walking up because I'd, I'd been to derbies before but walking up those stairs and just seeing that whole kind of half of the stand being taken up and just them with their bile it, it used to really get me going it really did like it really got my I, I would just you would uninter- just as flowing just as flowing and just get really fucking angry and you know fuck them I fucking get them um, uh, okay, so we've got listen. We've got some hard questions coming up. Um, Paul, what's your favourite "get it right fucking up" you moment of the millennium uh, in regards to the derby? I think from Rickson getting subbed after a half hour in the six-two game to the postponing of the New Year derby last year to allow us to get our new recruits in. What says know your place, Rangers scum the most? Um, the next one was hilarious. I've never seen a player legitimately look like his, uh, what is the phrase, uh, caught in the head, like a deer caught in the headlights. Um, you know, the making an arse of your man as well uh, with the Scott Brown. Uh, Scott Brown. Scott Brown doing the Bruni. Uh, what do you call that? El Hadjif. Like making yeah, an arse yeah. of him and, you know, just um, sticking up. Now, Brian, is there any get it right fucking up your moment of that's really kind of... There's, there's a couple Ed, Edwards when we were down to 10 men he went win 3-2 which I think was the goal where they all took a huff and that's why we don't have any fans in our stadium anymore um, but also Dembele holding off them in the oh, corner for about 15 yes. minutes um, was just brilliant so uh, 
Charlie met the, the the last game against them before they died. We beat them three 0 and um, Charlie Mulgrew's header at the back post for the corner for the first goal it was just it was such an easy goal. But um, and then Hooper's at the end, um, just a tremendous. Fan. I think Common scored in that game, all, but he's he's a dick. So um, aye, but I like that. The last game against them, we beat them three 0 um, about yourself, any kind of big standouts that maybe haven't been mentioned, but because there are so many, and you know, trawling through your memory banks, you know, it's so many to choose from. Aye, no, no, the Bruni, that's it. We're not, we're not beating it. Yeah, um, there. I mean, you see Scott Brown though, like for that period where he was just totally winding them up, but just when we were so much better than them, and he would do all this stuff. I even see Lustig taking his his hat, finger in his pocket to Jamie Murphy and just pointing into Aye. his pocket, like. <laughs> Un- unbelievable stuff, man. Just we, we have had it so over them over the last kind of what five years, six years, and since, since the new back, it, really. Right? Yeah, um, right. great stuff. What, what, how weird do you think it is that Scott Brown has hair? Bowed like, as, uh, as, as, uh, uh, as what a most, cheated, a famous brownieite, um, and famous Baldo. I am <laughs> disgusted by his behavior. Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you not grow it out? Ever and just keep it on that. I don't know. Um, Kevin asks, "Hi, hi, Kevin. Say hi, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Uh, despite all the success over the last few years and how good we are now, why was it? Fo- why was it that football peaked in the early two thousands? It's a very good question, Brian. Do you think football peaked? No, certainly not in the two thousands. Um, in the eighties, maybe." <laughs> yeah, I think I think this question's got a lot to do with when you peaked, um, whether it's us in the two thousands or you know Brian and nineteen eighty. Yeah, well maybe maybe a bit earlier for him. Uh, Poor Brian, Cupid. But also, uh, but that's a very good point, badly made, but a very good point. Um, but I think it's very much dependent on your how you felt about football at that certain time. Yeah, I think it's age and all that. I think you know, growing up, kids growing up now, like your son. Brian, I bet you he's really into like all the collectible stuff, like the cards and all that. Not that we weren't, but like just with the. Um, nah, he's constantly going on about the two thousands and how it was the. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like all the kind of like FIFA, on YouTube is like FIFA cards and like Legends teams and all that is is fin into all that stuff. Aye, but it's it's Great. garbage now. Like that's exactly it. There is like back in our day or my day or whatever, you had it was one album for the season, Panini. And it was like your album. It was usually a mix shot mix of the English Premier and the Scottish Premier, and that was it. Or like if it was a tournament, it was what. Whereas now, it's not even stickers now. It's cards, and yeah. you don't get proper books. It's like these plastic sleeves, and there's so many different ones of them. It's uh, it's almost garbage. as if they're just trying to make money. <laughs> it, it's almost uh, you do feel not like back in the Panini were. It was a family company. An ethical like family, moral yes. company. Um, do they still do like um, Got Got Need and all that with the cards or is that, is that a faux pas? Aye, yeah. And that was actually a, an advert. One of them used that as a match or something like that. Match type. That was one of the slogans on an advert, Got Got Need. Hey, listen, tap into the old nostalgia for the Daz. Because uh, I like collecting stuff. I, I'm not necessarily against like if it is a physical card. Like that, I, I kind of think that's quite cool. It's just because I've I've still got ones from the nineteen ninety season, like actual kind of cards. Uh, like they're actually really kind of cool because they're they actually they feel quite 
quite good, Guilty. like quite sturdy. Like, cause he obviously, I've got a big pile of stickers from like throughout the times I used to have. But I don't know, I used to have them all on my wall. <laughs> but uh, the cards just feel a little bit more sturdy and kind of worth something. Bow, do you want to come in? Card is sturdier than paper. That's the that's the point that you're making there, guy. Well done. It I, I mean, it, it, good, really, it really good is. Point. It is, a, it is a this good is point. like science. It's yeah, card sturdier than the sword. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is card an element on the periodic table? <laughs> on the pillow table. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, okay, we've got some more questions. Now this is Mark the one Mark could answer that. I know he's into like science of fishies and stuff, but he must know that. Uh, now Mark Mark Braceland uh, messaged me the other the other week saying I uh, I think I might have been disparaged disparaging to him unintentionally on the weekly. And I want to say this. Actually I meant it now, so get it up you. What did you say? I don't even know. Mark's the greatest. I, I, I love Mark Bracelet is one of the greatest guys. Um, we have we have a bit of fun back and forth, you know, um, and we're going to be doing hopefully a, another history show very soon. Uh, if you know your history, check it out. Um, or the, on the stories and the songs. Here's a question, Bout and Brian. This is a this is quite an interesting one. Uh, Dave no. messaged and he said, "Who is Who? Ba- Dave, uh, Dave Gallagher? Who's coming to the live oh, show right. with his his wonderful wife? So thanks for getting involved, Dave." Um, you need to dedicate a song to him. There'll be no songs. Uh, well, I mean, depending on how drunk Barry Gallagher gets, there might be songs. Um, Dave Gallagher asks, um, who is better in their prime, Paul McStay or Paul Lambert? Paul McStay. Moving on. Is that Brian? Yeah, sure, about. I'm not answering that. <laughs> Just not for you. Disgusting. I'm, I'm I'm fronted that that question was asked. Joy That's cut, my answer. Joy DVG. Paul McStay never took a sickie. Joy take a cut a promo on Dave Gallagher about. No. <laughs> okay. <that's fine. laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I would say I love that question. I don't love the question. I love both those players. Paul Lambert's amazing. Paul Lambert's good. You know, Paul Lambert, Celtic captain, Paul Lambert, Scotland captain, Paul McStay, Celtic captain, Paul Lambert was uh, Scotland captain as well at points. Um, McStay played in World Cups. Lambert played in one World Cup. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're both tremendous. So I'm going to say, oh, it's McStay, I think. I think in his prime, Paul McStay yeah, was probably McStay. one of the greatest players. I'd, bl- I'd bloody love to see them together, I'll tell you that. At their peaks. Oofed. Oofed. Uh, Brian, what is your favourite Celtic? This is from this is from Brian. Oh my goodness! Brian asks, "What's your favourite Celtic transfer rumour that you've ever heard?" Um, well, it wasn't really a rumour, but we were about to say Ivan De La Pena. Um, I mean, he wanted only wanted that we come on trial. Uh, he, did, he did come on trial. I'm pretty sure he, he played a. I don't know if he played. He played like a bounce game, and um, I was it was a. I think it was Barrafield at the time. He was training and stuff, so um, that would have been great. But uh, either Darren Huckerby or Georgie Kincladze every season. Yeah, um, they were definitely signing this season. Yeah, so that's it. I think we're getting Huck- we'd like to be Huckerby this summer actually. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, Dela De Pena obviously left Barcelona. Um, Celtic he went on trial at Celtic. I think he had a club, maybe a club in between, but um, he was at Celtic on trial. We didn't. O'Neill didn't sign him, and then he went to Espanyol and had a fucking outrageous season. Yeah, I think he went to Lazio after Barcelona. 
I'll, we can look that up, I'm sure. Bowd, uh, Darren Huckerby's a great one. Brian, Georgie Kincladzy, Bowdy, you got any others? Uh, David Gillina. Um, who is? There was a couple of us, but I can't remember who. Giroud. Olivier Giroud, he was apparently ah. signing, was he not? Well, well, no, the, thing, the thing with Ginola and Giroud, they weren't rumours because we actually put bits yeah, in Yeah, it was them. actually possibly in it. Well, it was a rumour. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, yeah. George Kinkladze is a really good one. Uh, George Kinkladze. Um, who else I'm trying to think? Uh, Jason McIntyre. Oh. Jason McIntyre was one for a long time as well, um, especially after the 94 World Cup. Um, all of Ireland <laughs> every stages. single Irish player that's ever uh, played football kicked the ball um, uh, yeah Goose Hiddink coming in before Martin O'Neill again I think that was yep. I, I think we we approached him um, I wonder you know that Jose of, Mourinho was manager a wee while ago that was that was certainly oh, a, God, a random shout, fucking... do you remember that remember we were doing pods actually thinking it was going to happen I think we were at yours down yeah and um, convinced that Mourinho was coming in Oh, that was nuts. And uh, who was the other one? Spanish boy, ex-Liverpool manager. Rafa Benitez. Benitez, that was the other one, wasn't it? Yeah, mental. Uh, Okay, so here we go. We've got a number of questions, but I'm going to finish with this last one, okay? And I've done this, so relax. Liam asks the question, between you two working together as a team... Please name seven players called Paul to have played for Celtic. Paul Lambert, Paul McStay. <laughs> that's Paul, Paul Elliott. Okay, that's three. Paul Elliott. That's three. Hey. Paul, oh, no. Hey. Paulo De Canio. It's <laughs> terrible. Paul Telfer. Oh, very good. That's oh, four. Four about. Uh, There's probably a Paul Gallagher, but I'm not, I'm not giving that answer yet. No. Yet. Um, <laughs> Paul Bun. Up, oh, yep, yeah, Paul Bun, yeah. That's five. Um What a what a goal at Ibrox he scored, man. I know. What a photo in the changing room as well. <laughs> With his well. <laughs> yeah, that's five. Two more. Can you think of any other ones? Um Paul Paul McGuigan, who was a centre back no, in the eighties. No, Brian, no. 100% played number 5 guarantee it google it Paul McGuigan ok uh, let's, uh, let's confirm this he came up from the youth team and he was going to be this he was going to be the night he played a couple of first team games I'm saying this Paul, be Paul, Paul McGuigan McGuigan M-C-G-U-I-G-A-N it's M-C-G-U-G-A-N that it Central defender. He came through the youth youth academy. He signed from fucking. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Did he play for Celtic? And his name was Paul. He didn't play a first team game, unfortunately. Yeah, he did. He did. Tell I, me, I, he did. He did. Listen, I'm. I'm not. This is great. Great stuff. Okay, so that's six. Yeah, were any of Paul McStay's brothers called Paul? <laughs> <laughs> you just need one more. Uh, is it like? Is it a totally obvious one we've missed? Um, you've. Got, I think you've got most of the obvious ones. Uh, there are a couple that. Well, actually, there's a really, really obvious one. Actually, the more I think about it, there's a really, really obvious one that it was actually the third one I got after McStay and uh, Lambert when I was naming them. <coughs> he played within the last 
15 years. People, people will be shouting. Shouting yeah. into their bloody iPods. Let's see. Um, Paul Smith. So, Paul Bowd. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to start saying, mate. But Paul Bowd, famously, Paul Bowd played for. Paul Bowd. Uh, McGowan. Oh, McGowan. Very good. Bowd. Very good. That's not the one I was thinking of, but that's great. That's the seven. Um, the other ones I came up with were Paul Hartley. Oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Uh, Paul Wilson, who played uh, in in the seventies oh. as well. Uh, Paul Lawson, remember Paul Lawson? He played for Ross County as well. He was brilliant on Football Manager. Um, I used to always play him in Football Manager. I think he played a handful of games. Um, Paul Shields, <coughs> who was a striker we signed from like Dunfermline. Um, you did not get these. This is off the Celtic Wiki or something. Absolutely not. I I one hundred percent got. Um, I got Paul Lawson, Paul Shields, and Paul Slane. On my own, Mostly, yeah. I'm pretty sure that he scored. He played like at least one game, um, but yeah, all the polls. Great question from Liam. Lovely stuff. Um, let's Why move did on. Not ask for does the name Celtic players called Liam. Uh, is he obsession with Paul? I, I, I can't speak for. Can't, can't speak for Liam. His middle name's Paul. <laughs> sure, Brian. I'm sure his middle name is Paul. Could be. It was that guy. <laughs> Who was the guy who played kind of for Celtic and had a a hit with my favourite waste of time? Was his name no Paul? My, my favourite waste of time? Aye. There's a song called You're My Favourite Waste of Time and it's a boy who I think was in the Celtic youth. He played Celtic youth or something. I thought that was like a garbage song, song or something. Um, what, is it not like, are you thinking of, uh, who was the striker? Who who scored? Who played? Who scored? I think we no, this is the one that you said wrote wrote a song, and then you realised it wasn't him that done it. No, it was. It was him. It turns out I, I did. I did. I looked into it. It was. I meant to say. Um, what was his name again? It, it, he he played up front in the O'Neill Lynch. Simon Lynch. That's who I was saying. That's no Simon. No. Who like who's got? I'm on my phone, so I can't Google this. It, Google or Spotify. My favourite waste of time, and see who sang it. Um. Owen Paul. Owen Paul, there you go, that's the very man. I knew there was Which, Paul in it. Very, like the first opening paragraph, so known for the hit single, My Favourite Waste of Time. Um, da, 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 he'd have fallen out of his record label, resulting in, in him leaving the music industry for 15 years. Now lives in a shed. <laughs> <laughs> literally his Wikipedia. Um, did he play for Celtic? He was de- he was he was definitely at Celtic, yeah. That's because that's the reason. He was well, he was a, an apprentice with Celtic, um, but after hearing the Sex Pistols, he decided to pursue a career in music. <laughs> and now he lives in a shed. He was he was so. he was Pat Nevin before Pat Nevin was Pat Nevin. Um, Brian, let's do who said it. Let's do it right. Okay. So. Who said it is getting more and more difficult? <laughs> it really is. Bound you up next time and uh, good Godspeed. So I've kind of changed it slightly. Okay. So that it's it's still who said it, right? But it's not individuals. So who said it is either a Rangers manager, <laughs> both incarnations, right? So that's going back to 1872 to present. Or a Tory Prime Minister 
That's which is good. going back to around about 1902. Right. I'm in. So, and I'll that maybe... Bag, see how I'll, exactly. That's all um, for the shop. And I'll maybe give you extra points if you get it right and actually tell me who it was as well. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Right. So, Gal, you can go up first. Uh, so, who said it? Never fear. Inevitably, we shall have our years of failure. And when they arrive, we must reveal tolerance and sanity. No matter the days of anxiety that come our way, we shall emerge stronger because of the trials to be overcome. So, is that a Rangers manager or a Tory Prime Minister? I, it really could be either. It, I mean, it really could. Both evil organisations, both <clears throat> evil institutions, speaking, lying about tolerance, could be either or. Um, I'm going to go with Tory Prime Minister. Bowed, what's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, they did die and have a lot to overcome and a lot of dark days, uh, but it definitely had that that it, twang that, of a prime minister it, talking shit. So it sounds like an, it sounds old. It's that's why yeah. I, I, it sounds old. I don't think they would anyone would release a statement like that. But then again, I might be wrong, Brian. Yeah. So what you saying about you going for a Tory as well? Yeah, even yeah, I, I know their statement FC, but I'm going Tory. Uh, so it was actually a Rangers manager. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off, man! What? So it was that guy, that Bill Struth guy that oh, they hold in sort of weird, weird esteem. Um, Proof. The guy that killed that other guy by pushing <clears> him off a boat, <throat> allegedly. Um, so <laughs> number two bowed. Yes. Now this, now this is not the end. It's not even the beginning of the end, but it is perhaps the end of the beginning. So is that a Rangers manager just waffling like they do or a Tory Prime Minister? Oh, that could be Boris Johnson, I, Bowdy, that's all I'm saying. That's what I, I think that that exact quote has been used on who said it before, which makes me, at first I was thinking, so it's a Rangers manager. I think it might have been Boris Johnson. I think it could have been. So you go and you want Tory Prime Minister just initially then? Uh, aye, Tory Prime Minister. Why not? Maybe you go. Uh, just, uh, it does sound like a Tory Prime Minister. I'm just going to say Rangers manager. or Yeah, Rangers manager. So, Bowd is right. It's a Tory Prime Minister. Hey, Bowd, so for an extra point, who was it? I'm going to go Boris Johnson just for the fucking hell of it. It was Churchill. Ah, the one who has mad waffling <coughs> Churchillian statements. Close enough, to be fair. Uh, right, gal. So it's over to you first. What do you mean by lions den? There won't be any lions. <laughs> a lions den is if you jump over a cage and you have four lions chasing you. So is that a Rangers manager, um, or is that a Tory prime minister? Oh my god, um, a Rangers manager. Bowd, what's your thoughts? It is indeed a Rangers manager. Uh, and he's wanted to declare who, who that Rangers manager might <laughs> Slippy be. Slippy G! Hey, Slippy G, yes. Oh, I mean, I actually rewatched that clip again just for the hell of it when I found that quote. It's just amazing. See when, he's, see, when he's uh, see when he's doing that, he thinks he's been really smart. Like, he thinks oh, he's been totally. really, really smart, and he's a fucking goon, is what he is. Yeah. 
Euh, non, produit, euh, non, produit, Ryan, c'était le jeu. On se dit, Ryan, Snowman, Stuck. Right, Bowd. It may be the cock that crows, but oh. it's the hen that lays the eggs. I Is that a Tory or a Rangers manager? Bowd, you're up first. Cock that crows, but it's the hen that lays the egg. What fucking idiot. Um, uh, let's see Rangers manager again. Why not? Gal, what are you thinking? Um, it's not the cock that crows. It's the. It, it may be the cock that crows, but it's the hen that lays the eggs. Well, there are a lot of cocks at Rangers. Um, <laughs> I think it's a Tory Prime Minister. It was a Tory Prime Minister. So, Gal, for a bonus point, who do you think it was? What scumbag was it? Uh, Thatcher. Thatcher! It was Thatcher, actually. Oh, oh. I'm not glad that... Yeah. Boo! Yeah. You uh, start right, them. There is only one thing left for me to do. That is to devote what strength and powers I have to forwarding the victory of the cause for which we have to sacrifice so much. Rangers. Rangers. They pure talk like that, didn't they? It's just, they talk like pure, fucking horrible. Just, I know. Bowd, what are you thinking? This is one of the hardest ones because they're so interchangeable. I'll go Rangers as well. You're both wrong. It was the Tory Prime Minister. Ah. It was Chamberlain. See, the thing is, <clears throat> see if the next quote was, uh, I hate all Irish Catholics and I want them all to die. Again, I wouldn't know who it was. <laughs> I wouldn't know if it was the Tories <laughs> or when it was Rangers. It's very interchangeable, you understand? Um, right, Bowd, you're up. I hate all Irish Catholics and want them all to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's right. a trick question. It was both. <laughs> Integrity is a real big thing for me oh and loyalty. God. Oh God! You don't give it to receive it back. But if those are the things you live by, then at times when you're put in a position, you have to be strong by them. Rangers manager or Tory? Uh, Rangers manager. Out. Rangers manager. Any ideas who? Michael Beale. Aye, well done. That was indeed. Uh, right, gal. I think randomness is a big thing. <laughs> um, I mean, that's... I think that's Liz Truss. Um, so that Tory Prime Minister. Okay. Bowd, what's your thoughts? I mean, that's a good show, but I'll go Rangers manager just to keep it spicy. It was a Rangers manager. Extra point, Bowd, do you get who it is? It's such a gesture. I mean, <laughs> I think randomness <laughs> is such a big thing. It's a big thing, yeah. I mean, I think I might know. It makes me think. I've got a feeling it might be somebody recent-ish. I'm going to say Mark Warburton. Spot on. Oh, well, <laughs> Mark Warburton. Well done, Bowdy. A clown. Do you remember me, me, when they were all wearing bread packets on their heads? Because <laughs> he was the greatest guy. Remember there was all that stuff about he's going to be the next England manager and all that fucking hell? Chump. Yeah. Just tremendous, well, absolutely. You know, I heard, I heard he's uh, been considered for the Chelsea game. Uh, 
Aye, the tea boy. The fucking uh, Bowd. Yes. To those who say to those who say we have no vision for Europe, I say we have. <laughs> that's a good one. That, that's <laughs> yeah. another great one, man. That's uh, again really really applies to both. But I'm going to say it's a scum prime minister. Okay. Um, I mean that could be fucking Walter Smith talking about Rangers in 1993 it was David Cameron. Ah, that was my first choice, and then I moved that along. Always, uh, go, always go Cameron, Bowd. You've always said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've just been told to leave the premises, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so has there been any Tory Prime Ministers been thrown out of anywhere? Has there been any Rangers managers in? Uh, I'm going to go Rangers manager. Difficult circumstances. I'm going to yeah, go Rangers, Rangers manager. Same here. What are you thinking? Rangers manager. So it was a Rangers manager. Um, Ali McCoist. What are you thinking, girl? Pedro Cachinha. Uh, that's a good shot, actually. No, it was Jock Wallace, mm. who apparently was at a Rangers game and ended up in hospitality and gets thrown thrown out <laughs> um, even though he'd been given like hospitality tickets by Walter Smith or something well, that's... and apparently said to the security guard do you know who I am and the guy went aye and threw him out anyway <laughs> it's that cl- remember that well done, brother. remember that classic yeah. story about Alan Hutton being at the sh- Alan Hutton being at the shed and him saying do you know who I am and um, the, the bouncer replying you're that shite Rangers fullback aren't you <laughs> Beautiful. So we've got one more, last one. Uh, Bowed. What's the scores, Here's... Brian? What's the scores in the doors? It's currently Gal, you have eight, and Bowed has nine. Oh, close. Do you know what? Oh, uh, you were ahead. Aye. So, right, Bowed. Don't worry. It'll be mm-hmm. all right if we all stick together. Don't worry, it'll be alright if we all stick together. Yeah, ah, it could be fucking any cunt. Um, <laughs> Just anybody. Maybe these, these leaked Tory WhatsApps that have been out yeah. recently, or maybe a Rangers guy trying to galvanise them. Um, I'll go, I'll go. Uh, no, I'll go Rangers manager. Last minute change of plans. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, I got none to lose here because I'm already behind so I may as well take the the chance and say Tory Prime Minister last one and it was a Rangers manager ah fair play so do you want a, a bonus point about I'll let Gal try to get a bonus point by guessing the Rangers manager uh, so it was a Rangers manager what was the quote again don't worry it'll be alright if we all stick together Pedro Cachinha <laughs> I'll say Slippy G it was Paul Le Guin. Ah, I knew it just, was uh, just shortly before Barry Ferguson absolutely <laughs> stabbed him <laughs> and didn't in any way stick together. 
fantastic, really fantastic. Uh, who said it, Brian? Like, listen, let's finish on this quiz, right? Um, we're going to have uh, we're going to have lots of uh, we've got the weekly tomorrow where we'll, we'll talk about the game, and then we've got uh, sort of the, Christian, myself, and Christian will look over how Rangers are going to set up and, and stuff like that on the weekend update. Um, we'll have a weekend of tactical overview and stuff. So, uh, and then we'll have a reaction, of course, myself and, and Bowd, and uh, then we'll have a live thing on on Sunday as well. So, um, plenty of uh, Derby coverage to come your way. Um, I've got a quiz, and uh, I will we'll quickly run through this. Um, there's some good Celtic questions in it. Um, so, Bowd, give me a give me a number between one and ten. Is, is it a theme? Uh, some are Celtic questions. So, some are Celtic questions, and some are just European football questions. So I've mixed them up a bit. So. You could get an easy Celtic one. You could get a semi-difficult European Cup football one. Bout Numero two. Which team did Euro 92 winners Denmark replace in the tournament just nine days before it started? Think about uh, the time. Yugoslavia? Oh, Bowdy! He's on the board, Bowdy boy. Superb. Uh, Brian, um, pick a number uh, between <coughs> one and ten without two. Uh, number nine. Number nine. How many Celtic? This is an interesting one. How many Celtic managers did Lubomir Moravchik play under, including caretaker managers? Oh. Uh, let's hold on. Four. Okay. Correct. Can you name them? Fingless Barnes, Douglas Sheronio. Perfect. Great stuff. Uh, Bowdy, give me a uh, number, number one. Number one. The Brazilian legend Romario played five seasons for which dub cl- Dutch club before moving to Barcelona? Come on. I actually put something on my Instagram unintentionally the other day for that. Oh, just because I don't actually remember. I mean, I'm just going to go with Ajax because the Ajax, the Barca thingy, but he's... Did he play for? I'm going to let Brian steal if you don't get it right. And Brian knows. And if Brian doesn't I'll, know... I'll, I'll, I will steal this. I will steal this. You don't even notice Bill the Bill of last thief in the night. Just <laughs> rifling through your pockets. ESV. Brian, pick a number with the exception of one, two, or... What? One's not been... Oh, yeah, Bowdy just had one. I did one and two. Uh, seven. Okay. Celtic's biggest ever victory against Rangers came in the final of the Scottish League Cup in 1957. What was the score? 7-1. Beautiful, beautiful. Bowdy, give, give me a number. Number three. Uh, okay. Let me see. Number three. What club did Celtic sign Moussa Dembele from? Uh, from Fulham. Correct. Beautiful. I was a bit half a second from saying Leeds there for some strange reason. Jesus. Uh, Brian. Darren, Darren Huckabee, that's Brian, your your question. Uh, oh sorry, number four. Name and think about this one. Name the France player who won the European Cup and the World Cup in nineteen ninety eight. 
So thinking about who won the European Cup in the 97-98 season. Oh. I actually, do you know, this is actually a really difficult one. Um, I was kind of, of whoever got this, I thought, oof, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's what I thought. First, <laughs> you're in trouble, pal. Uh, first one that came to my head is Deschamps. Is that your guess? I'm going to go with him. Yeah. So in 97-98, it was Juventus' second season in a row which uh, they got to the final, which sets you up nicely because Deschamps was playing. Mm-hmm. However, it was Real Madrid, and it, the player oh. playing was Christian Carambo. Carambo. Uh, damn it. You didn't get Bowd a chance to steal that. Oh, fuck it, did I? <gasps> I would have said fucking Zinedine Zidane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bowdy, give me a number. <clears throat> four. Uh, we just had four. Five. Okay, number five. Which three teams were in Celtic's group group in the 2003-2004 season of the Champions League? Oh. Think about it, I guess. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not going to I don't... It's all a big mush. So, basically, Barcelona, Benfica and Copenhagen <laughs> are going to be my guesses because who fucking knows? It's going to be them, maybe Porto. We had five teams. Um, Brian, do you want a chance? You can have a chance to steal. Uh, Benfica, Anderlecht, and Juventus. Bayern Munich, Lyon, and Anderlecht. Uh, Okay, so uh, there are three questions left. So just give me a one, two, or three. Um, uh, Uh. Brian. Number three. Number three. The USA 94 semi-finalists sorry, the USA 94 semi-finals saw Bulgaria take on Italy and Brazil face which country? You should get this. Sweden. Correct! Woo! Great stuff. Uh, It's currently three each. Um, so, Bowdy, uh, there's, two a, questions left. there's a two questions left. One's a Celtic question and one's a European football question. Bowdy. Uh, what numbers am I choosing between, sorry? Between one and two. One. Okay. Lubo was brought to Celtic from which German club? I've had this before <laughs> and I always forget it. <laughs> <laughs> a swag, swag bag. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's what you call it. It's, it's ingrained in my head. So, yep. I, um, I did get this in the last one, so I will, <laughs> I will get it. Don't worry. Take your all time. Right. So now, so now, it's a German team. We've got, we've got all night. We've got all night. Well uh, it's a, uh, it's an Etienne. Oh. Aye, that sounds a bit right. Um, <laughs> no, it's a uh, PSV. <laughs> hey, Brian. <laughs> That's shady. It's Duisburg. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Uh, superb <clears throat> oh all the pressure on now um, actually this question is built for you Brian um, that means I'm going to get it wrong which manager guided AC Milan to a, a 4-0 European Cup final victory over Barcelona in 1994 I mean, 
Fabio Cara Fabio Capello? Arrigo Saki was, was the Italian manager at that uh, time. What, who am I thinking? Would you say AC Milan? AC Milan in 1994. Who the hell am I thinking of? Well, Arrigo Saki was the manager before Fabio Capello. Or, yeah, uh, it was a manager before uh, Fabio, and then he took over Italy. So, I, your logic sound, it's just the timing's uh, out a little bit. But, hey, listen, really superb stuff. Yeah, great stuff. Brian, I wouldn't have got that. Makes <laughs> <laughs> me feel better. Honest as always, Bowdy. But uh, this has been great. Uh, can I get a couple of predictions for the Derby, please, um, Chris Bowd? Uh, it's going to be 4 0. Um, I mean, if Atati's playing, it's going to be 10. Jesus. Um, but, aye. Uh, Kyogo, he'll be getting one. Johnson will, if not score a goal, break someday. Uh, one out of two. Beautiful That's stuff. Predictions. Uh, Brian, yourself? It's going to be a proper pumping 5 0. Love it. Uh, I I like I absolutely love it. Um, as we say, we got lots of um, uh, coverage of the derby coming up. We've got the weekly tomorrow. Um, myself, Paul Carlin, and uh, Alan Edgar will be looking uh, at the derby, and then we'll have a sort of more kind of tactical look at it on Friday with Christian, and then obviously the game is on Friday and uh, sorry Saturday, and we'll have the reaction after afterwards with my good friend Christopher Bowd. Brian was scheduled to be on the reaction, but he'll be in Gran Canaria. Um, enjoy Paddy's if we win just for me I'll join in <laughs> enjoy Paddy's pub Brian um, listen <laughs> yeah, hopefully enjoy watching the rugby <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> absolute joy as always um, Chris Bowd speak to you soon sir will do hail hail glad to be here lovely thank you uh, bye Brian love you uh, safe travels and we'll see you when you get back uh, yeah thanks very much it's been a pleasure as always and uh, yeah everybody enjoy the weekend from Bowdy, from Brian, from myself, uh, Chris Gallagher, this has been the Midweek Bounce, and we'll speak to you down the road. <laughs>